0: Where home solutions live. Welcome back to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. And it's something that millions of Americans do every day. We get up, we stretch, we yawn, and we jump into the shower so we can start our day out real fresh and relaxed and and clean, right? I mean, that's what we all think. We all want to be very clean. But guess what? There was a study that came out last month from some pretty smart folks at the University of Colorado at Boulder that found out that the water that comes out of that shower head could be loaded with bacteria. I mean, it kind of reminds you of the Alfred Hitchcock shower scene, but sort of right. a high-tech version of it. With us to talk about it right now is one of those researchers. It's Laura Baumgartner from the University of Colorado at Boulder. Hi, Laura. Hello. This so this is, is a... just
1: another excuse to avoid shower. <laughs>
0: You guys must have been um, pretty surprised when you ran across these numbers. Tell us about your, your study and how it came to be.
1: Well, the study actually originated with the first seats for the study were set with a group of researchers at National Jewish Hospital in Denver.
0: Okay. And
1: they had seen a couple of people come in who had a non-tuberculosis mycobacterial infection, and they traced it back to the water supply. Huh. We were funded by the Sloan Foundation, Alfred P. Sloan Foundation, to look at the human microbe interaction, basically all the microbes that you interact with in your air and your water. So we're looking at schools and public places and water supplies. And I had a group of students that I was teaching a class with that needed a project that related to them. So they, because we knew about the study at National Jewish, we thought, well, let's go look at showerheads. heads. Okay. You know, You're getting a blast of that in your face. Right. And they started out, took some samples from showerheads and... They saw a little bit of this mycobacterium avium and we thought and we went out and did a much larger study about 50 shower heads and all and actually found in about 20 or 30 percent of the shower heads that there was, in fact, a lot of mycobacterium avium.
0: And that's really frightening because we all presume that our water supply is safe. I mean, some of us have well water. Most of us probably have municipal water. Um, did I hear that you originally were testing well water and perhaps expecting to find something there and, and didn't really get much in the way of results, but you got quite a shock when you started turning to the big city water supplies?
1: We, we actually started pretty much with both, and the well water As far as the Mycobacterium avium, we really didn't see it there because Mycobacterium avium is resistant to chlorine. And so the chlorine sort of enriches for the Mycobacterium avium. And Mycobacterium avium is in water supplies in, in some small amount. Chlorination actually does keep us pretty safe. It is fully safe to drink your tap water. But what happened in the showerhead, because it provides a moist environment that's not a flowing water environment, That seemed to enrich for the mycobacterium, and we found a lot more in some of the showerheads than what was in the water that was flowing through the showers. Laura, did you find it was a shape of a showerhead or the functionality of a showerhead that sort of allowed this bacteria to grow? We couldn't statistically link it to anything about the type of showerhead. We did kind of try to look at that, and we couldn't link it to any particular thing.
0: Well, you know, showerhead design has changed a lot in the, in the last decade. It used to be that uh, you, know, you tried to push as much water through the showerhead as you possibly could, and now they've become more efficient and more efficient, and as they've done that, they've become you know, more highly engineered. So bottom line, a lot more nooks and crannies than ever before. Does that give the bacteria more places to hide?
1: It probably does, and one recommendation that we can make is, Something that's very hard to find now is an all-metal showerhead. Not just plastic coated in metal, but an all-metal showerhead should actually contain fewer bacteria because it's harder for bacteria to attach and grow on metal. Yeah, you'd almost have to plastic.
0: go back to, a, uh, to an antique store to find an old-fashioned rain showerhead. I, I can
1: tell you that the, there's a good hardware store in Boulder that does, in fact, stock all-metal showerheads. That have-
0: it, did you go out and buy a set for everybody, uh, buy one for everybody on the team?
1: admit I still use a plastic shower head. <laughs> You're like, I'm not scared. With all the nooks and crannies. No, for the average person, it really isn't something to be scared about. This is something that people who are immune compromised, who have AIDS or a recent organ transplant, or perhaps are elderly and therefore, you know, they ha- they know that they should be worried. Right. This might be something for those people to take into consideration. Might be a good time to switch to bath, might be a good time to get a metal shower head. If you have a short-term sort of thing, like a recent organ transplant, just buying a new shower head should be helpful. We didn't see bacterial loads that we could test in anything younger than six.
0: Months. We're talking to Laura Baumgartner. She's a researcher at the University of Colorado in Boulder, and they just came out with a study that showed that bacteria actually come out from the shower head that you perhaps are using every day in your house. So you say it's not dangerous, but if we are concerned, if we do want to try to to, to clean the shower head, is that possible?
1: Um we don't have any great recommendations there. We do have one anecdote that somebody in the lab shower had came up with not Mycobacterium avium but another species of Mycobacterium and they wanted to clean it. They used chlorine and six months later they went from having a little bit of Mycobacterium to a lot because Mycobacterium <laughs> tend to resist chlorine better than other things. So
0: pretty, pretty, I actually have
1: stopped bleaching. My shower
0: head. <laughs> You stop bleaching your shower heads. Yeah,
1: if, you, if you want to clean it, honestly, I hate to say it, but get a new one. And there are shower heads out there that have filters in them. The one I know that's been tested well is made by Paul. Okay. C-A-L-L. Yeah, and, and
0: that's actually, another you- option. You provide us information on that, and we will have that on our homepage at com. In fact, I was surprised to learn that there are special filtered shower heads that are specifically designed for people that have immune, cons- who uh, immune knew? issues. Yeah, who knew? And
1: that's probably a good idea if you have those types of issues. The reality is, you probably have to change the filters about weekly in those. That's the recommendation. And that's not going to be cheap. So, for the yeah. average person, it's probably not something to go out and buy. But if you have some sort of immune consideration.
0: So, you bottom line, you're still a fan of showering. <laughs> still a fan of
1: showering. and... Everyone's yucking out about the concept of showering and bacteria, but you have to realize your your skin is covered in bacteria, and most of them are very, very good for you. Crazy. Right. So I'm not going to drink shower water anymore. <laughs> <laughs> really, the shower water is exactly the same as your tap water, and it's All perfectly right, then fine. All right, I'm doing it. Bacteria well, you know, we are were, good for you, I swear.
0: We were talking about <laughs> the idea of you know you want to run the shower before you get in it, and you know, some people say, so well, everybody does that. You don't just jump in the shower. But then Leslie and I were, were talking before the show about how we kind of run the tap and get the, the club, water where yeah. we want it and then turn the shower on once we're in.
1: Yeah, and I'm one of those people who runs the shower for a minute or two and goes and does something else. So I thought that's what everybody did. And more and more people I've talked to have said, well, I brush my teeth with hot water and then get in the shower. It's like, really? <laughs> so, yeah, you, you do you do want to run it for a few seconds first. Don't take that first blast right in the face.
0: Good advice. Laura, thanks again for stopping by the Money Pit.
1: Thank you for talking with me. Pick up the telephone,
0: fix up your home sweet home, by calling 888-MONEY-PIT. Woo! Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you.